0: Hey friend, I'm Melissa and I'm obsessed with cheering on other women in this thing called life. I'm all about grabbing a cup of coffee, having healthy conversations and making strong connections with others. As we walk through what life brings, I'm a wife, mom of three, multi-passionate mama, who is an online health and fitness coach, group coaching program, creator, and Massachusetts realtor. The healthy connections podcast is here to connect you to other women who have found their purpose in life and are going for it. It's here to connect you with healthier options for your family through fitness to nutrition and to help you in creating healthier connections with your children and those you love. We are creating those healthy connections through conversation, community, and a little bit of that coffee. We want to help you honor the body God has given you physically so that you can overcome what life throws you mentally so that you can shine your light. Sound good? Okay, my friend, grab that cup of coffee, a jug of water, or a mason jar of kombucha, Put on those cozy socks and those yoga pants, and welcome to the conversation at the Healthy Connections Podcast. Thank you, and I'm so glad that you are here. So, welcome back. I had a snafu, so this is being posted a day late, but I'm here and ready to rock and roll. So, before I dive into bioengineered food ingredients, such an interesting topic. I wanted to be sure that we don't forget to go over the three things that we're thankful for. So be sure that you say out loud three things that you're thankful for. Maybe do this with your kids or your spouse and, um, try to make this a daily practice. I know sometimes with life being so crazy, it can be tough, but I'm sure if you make the conscious effort to do it, it will become habit. So the first thing I'm thankful for, my husband, he left, he went to Nantucket to do some work on Nantucket for about five days, and absence makes the heart grow fonder, as they say, right? And so I am just thankful for him, and I know that every day, but really knew it when he was gone. Um, The second thing I'm thankful for, as I look out my window while I record this, I just love living in New England. I don't necessarily love the state of Massachusetts, (laughs) but I do love New England and all the seasons because I'm looking at the trees and they're changing colors. And you know, the leaves are falling a little earlier this year because of all the rain we've had, but I'm super thankful for the beautiful fall foliage and the things that you're thankful for can be small things like that. And the third thing I'm thankful for is I closed on my first house as a Massachusetts realtor, which is so exciting. And I'm so thrilled for the people who um, entrusted that with me. I love real estate. I loved the whole process. Was some of it stressful? Of course. You're selling somebody's home and that can be difficult um, and emotional for them, of course. And in this particular case, she had grown up there. She was in her seventies and she had grown up there since she was three. So it's been a long time. And so that was an emotional time for them, but I was so blessed to be able to walk through that with them. And we received an offer that was 60,000 over asking. So that was a huge blessing. And I was thrilled to have been part of it. So today's chat is going to be about labels on your food. And you can probably hear my dog shaking off in the background. What is the matter? What are you doing? And I'm not going to cut that out. That's just life, right? So let's chat about those labels. There are so many things you should look for on labels in the ingredient section that so many people don't look at. So a lot of times when you look at a label, you're looking at the fat content, the carbohydrates, the protein, the calories, the fiber, but you're not... Maybe you do, which is great if you do, but a lot of people don't look at the actual ingredients. And even when they do, they don't even know what they're looking at. So hopefully this episode, I've done episodes like this in the past, but not necessarily about bioengineering and GMOs. So this will be a little bit different. So you want to be looking for the big heavy hitters like corn, unless it's organic or certified non-GMO you should stay away from it soy for sure and the reason is because soy can raise your estrogen levels ladies you should be staying away from soy i got into a little um back and forth with somebody once and they're like that's is that's not true i'm like it's 100% true that soy not your tofu's or your pure soy but soy lecithin like processed soys can raise your estrogen levels and it's not good to have those okay so on a regular basis, just like anything else. So soy, corn, if you see the word artificial, stay away. Aspartame, sucralose, those are two artificial sweeteners. Sucralose, people are like, oh, that's good because it's, it sounds like sucrose, which is, you know, natural sucralose is Splenda. It's just the fancy term for Splenda. So those are some quick hitters of what to stay away from. Um, But also ingredients derived from bioengineered source. It's literally on the back of the label of some foods. Again, it says ingredients derived from bioengineered source. And you're going to see it popping up on your labels more and more. All right, So it means that it was engineered in a lab. They're genetically modified. They're bioengineered, the ingredients. That is not good. It's not healthy to put those kinds of things in your body if you want your body to run as optimally as it was created to do and should. So if you've seen one of those QR codes on labels lately, please take the time to scan them. So sometimes they are not even putting the ingredients on anymore. And they're not talking about the fact that it's bioengineered, quote unquote, food. They're just saying, hey, scan this QR code, take three minutes when we're already living in a fast paced world and go read the ingredients for yourself instead of being able to see them right here. It's just a way to hopefully in their eyes, get you from actually reading and seeing the truth. Because how many people are going to stand in the grocery store with their phones and scan the QR codes to read the ingredients? I don't think very many. (laughs) So if you do see them, I just encourage you to scan it and just see where it brings you. It will be very eye-opening. So they also changed the definition from GNO to bioengineered and why. So The reason that they did that is so that they don't have to tell you outright that some items are genetically modified. So what are some of these items? I'm going to go through a whole list. There's so many more, but I plucked some that really stand out as things that people probably are purchasing on a regular basis. Some of them aren't, but some of them are. And so these have, and if you have any of these in your home right now, I encourage you to go look at the label. Maybe you didn't even see that it had this on it, but they are, they are. So go check it out. So here we go. Hellman's mayonnaise. Okay. You go look at the label and it is going to tell you that it's bioengineered. It's going to say ingredients derived from bioengineered source or something to that effect. So Hellman's mayonnaise, blue bell ice m honey-made graham crackers. Now the box says no high fructose corn syrup. So yeah, throw them in your cart. There's no high fructose corn syrup. No, don't do that. They take the extra step. When you take the extra step and look at the ingredients, you're going to be Now you will be extra educated. So even though the box says, hey, there's no high fructose corn syrup in here, who cares? (laughs) Because the rest of it is crap. So I'm going to camp on it for just a minute. So if you were to look at the actual ingredients, there's soy lecithin, which we already talked about. And then there's also soybean and or canola oil, two of the most highly GMO cropped things in the world in the country especially corn and soy two of the most influenced as far as it comes to GMO crops you gotta read the labels and canola like it's just horrible there's also artificial flavors in these graham crackers why why do you need an artificial flavor to flavor a graham cracker but anyway it's a chemical crap storm and the ingredients tell the story so make sure you just read those ingredients also, on the list goldfish. So, I quote, contains bioengineered food ingredients. The ingredients from soy, sugar, sugar, and canola in this product came from genetically modified crops. Learn more at pepperidgefarm.com. So, who's actually going to go to that website and read about it? Hopefully you do. You should. But I did it for you. So here we go. This is what it said when I went to the website after you searched for it GMO is short for genetically modified organisms. It is sometimes called genetic engineering and refers to a process where desirable traits or characteristics are introduced into an organism. In America, many farmers who grow canola, corn, soybean, and sugar beet choose to use genetically modified seeds and have done so for nearly 20 years because it reduces, can you guess? It reduces costs and improves yields. So, follow the money, in other words. Always follow the money. More than, it continues on and says, more than 90% of these four crops in America are currently grown using genetically modified seeds. 90%. These crops are used to make a wide range of different ingredients that are used in foods we eat every day, ranging from your vegetable oils to sugar. Isn't that comforting? We are comfortable using these genetically modified crops because scientists and the FDA, who we know, it's a government agency, so do they always have your best interests in mind? No. So the FDA, who have been studying genetic engineering for many years, agree that food ingredients made with these methods are safe and aren't different from other ingredients. And then they give you a link that you can click and learn more. This, it excites me in like a way, not in a good way. It excites me because they are saying blatantly here on their website that... 90% of our, those four crops are genetically modified. And this government agency who has never had really our best interests in mind and is all about following the money. And it's all interwoven with all these other agencies. And it's all about the money. They have studied genetic engineering for years and they say it's safe. Well, you got to look at who's getting the money, who are they funded by? That's a whole other podcast episode that maybe I'll do at some point. But it is unbelievable to me that um, this this is blatantly out there for people to see, yet it's ignored in most cases. And they think it's okay to say, well, they've been studying it for all these years. So, and we're comfortable because they're allowing us to do it. Guys, in most countries, the foods that they have here, and I use foods in air quotes, the the items that you see in a lot of the middle aisles of your grocery store are not even allowed in other countries. So, but they're allowed here in the US because the FDA allows it. The FDA also allows sucralose, Splenda, to be in anything or to be in those little yellow packages, even though there's traces of arsenic in each packet. There's traces of it, and you can go look that up. And a little bit of poop in a poop sandwich still makes it a poop sandwich, and I don't think you would eat it if there was just a little bit of poop in there, but they still allow arsenic in the Splenda, okay? So, that's a whole nother tangent. So I apologize. This fires me up. This also is something I love to talk about and educate people about. So, so we know that they continue. This is still from the Pepperidge Farm website. We know many of you want to know which ingredients we use are which ones are derived from these crops. The following is a list of ingredients that we use that may be derived from crops grown from genetically engineered seeds. These ingredients are not used in all products, So, but this is a list that they could use. It is long, so I'll go fast. Corn, blue corn flour, citric acid, corn, more corn, corn bran, corn flour, corn grits, corn meal, corn starch, corn syrup, corn syrup solids, dextrose, high fructose corn syrup, maltodextrin, marshmallows, modified corn starch, mono and diglycerides, vinegar, that's interesting. Yellow corn flour, yellow corn grits, yellow corn meal, sugar beets, sugar sucrose, invert sugar, molasses, brown sugar, semi-sweet chocolate, sweet chocolate, chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate, marshmallow, again, caramelized sugar, toffee, salted caramel, caramel chunks, soy beans, caramel color, hydrogenated soy. Hydrolyzed soy protein, soy fiber, soy flour, soy lecithin, soybean oil, soy protein, soy protein isolate, soy sauce, canola oil, flaxseed, and cottonseed oil. So my friends, that is the list. Can you even? You can't. So I'll get at the end. I'll calm you down. I'll calm down your nervous system a little bit. Um, But let's continue with the different foods that you're going to find these things in. So not that whole list, but you're going to find bioengineered ingredients in Raisin Bran. It's on the back of their their box. It's on the box for Pop-Tarts. That should be really no shock there. Oreos, same thing. No shock there. Honey Nut Cheerios, and it's perhaps in the other flavors too, Lucky Charms, I mean, some of these probably just scream bad no matter what, but it's better that we know um, just how bad. Ritz Crackers, Cocoa Puffs, Fruit Loops, Cheez-Its, Campbell's Chicken Noodle Soup. Yep, good old Campbell's, because Campbell's has been around for a lot of years. I didn't look it up before the show. It's been around for quite a few years they were not using genetically modified organisms before so why are they now because the money um pillsbury cinnamon rolls so i looked at this one too because we love cinnamon rolls i we don't buy pillsbury though so i looked at the one that we we use we use immaculate that's the brand it's organic but not everything organic is great either. So I looked at the label and the label says no bleached flour, no artificial flavors, no hydrogenated oils, no or non-GMO verified USDA organic. So I take labels honestly for what they are. They're marketing tools. A label is a marketing tool. The marketing department creates the labels. What What's on the front of the label. It's why I'm not a fan of gluten-free foods, because most of the ingredients will tell the story. Like the front of the package will get you to buy it because it says, oh, it's gluten-free. But the back of the package tells the story. So I looked at the ingredients in these immaculate cinnamon rolls. They're organic wheat flour, organic cane sugar, water, organic palm oil, baking powder, organic expeller pressed sunflower oil, etc. Nothing horribly alarming. Still not it's not like you're eating eggs and spinach for breakfast when you have one of these cinnamon rolls, but it's a treat and it's a better choice than the alternative brands. Okay. So moving on, we, if you're a coffee lover, I'm a coffee lover. Um, coffee mate made the list, all those flavored coffee mate creamers, those made the list of, items with that warning. It's not even a warning. It's just a a statement on the back that says that there's GMOs and it's bioengineered. So coffee meats, Red Baron classic crust pepperoni frozen pizza, Chips Ahoy cookies, Lean Cuisine. I mean, kind of obvious that they would make it a diet food out of bad ingredients. It's quick, it's easy, it's not expensive, but eventually quite costly to your health. Skittles, they're so bad. I mean... Yeah. Do I love a good skittle sometimes? Sure. But man alive, they're so bad for you. Um, pepperidge farm pumpernickel bread. That was crazy for me to read. I was like, what Snickers happy Halloween, uh, light and fit yogurt. Again, they're, they're they come after they really hone in on the people trying to lose weight, try to lose weight by eating this yogurt. Um, but then do other damage to your other systems in your body. Your body was not created to, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Your body was not created to be able to handle all the chemicals that are in food these days, if you can even call it food. So this one was interesting. Prego plant protein traditional sauce, spaghetti sauce. The label says gluten-free and 40% of your daily vegetables. Oh, that's wonderful. Yet, it says bioengineered. So Nature Valley peanut granola bars makes you think it's healthy because it's from Nature Valley. Sounds super healthy, but not so fast. It's bioengineered. There were so many more that I saw, but honestly, I'm not doing this episode to scare you. I'm doing it to educate you and just make you more aware As an educated consumer. But if you're thinking, Melissa, I don't really care. This is your prerogative, totally your prerogative to not care, to put what you want to in your body. If you know what you're putting in it and you're okay with that, that's your right. But perhaps you had no idea. And so I hope this helps you. I'm going to also talk to you about the reasons why you should be concerned. But first, I want to just remind you of my group coaching membership. It's the start here, group coaching membership. And if you just feel like you need to get on track with your health and your fitness and your nutrition and all the things, I am here to help you. I actually decreased the price. So now for $38 a month, you'll get exclusive how-to tips, weekly check-ins and live group coaching webinars with me. There's two live group coaching webinars a month plus all of the messages with me um, to help keep you on track along with some meal planning chats and all of that kind of fun stuff. So if you find that you struggle with that and you need a coach, I am here for you. Again, it's $38 a month. You can cancel at any time. The goal is so that you go and you fly, right? So like a baby bird in its nest, it doesn't know how to fly, Eventually it will. And my goal for you is maybe you don't even know where to start and you're like, where do I even go? How do I even do a meal plan? How do I even know how to look at my ingredient lists? How do I know how to prep food or what my body needs for calories? How do I even know what workout to start with? If that is you and you're frustrated and you feel like you don't even have the time I am here to help you work on your mindset, figure out what's holding you back. And it's just $38 a month. It's cheaper than a personal trainer, even though I am one, I am not charging hundreds of dollars. When I spoke with um, my holistic practitioner, an hour of the time was over a hundred dollars. She's wonderful. I love her, but I say that to show you the value in this monthly membership. So that's available to you. The link to get in on that is in the show notes. There's also in the show notes a link if you're like, I'm not ready for that monthly membership, but I would love one month of healthy, simple, protein-rich meal plans delivered right to my inbox. If that's for you, then that's just 17 bucks and you'll get one month of super healthy meal plans done for you. And then there's also tips on how to grocery shop for those items and tips on how to meal plan each week. That's totally worth the 17 bucks. So, go check that out in the show notes as well and back to the show. All right. So, hopefully you'll jump in on that. I'm so excited about those two offerings and how much they're going to really help people. So, what's the big deal about these GMOs and bioengineered ingredients? So, Let me tell you that too, because it's important. It's an important piece of this conversation. I don't mean to scare you, but why should you even be concerned? I always like to know the why behind things, so I'm going to give that to you. So, bioengineered ingredients, also known as genetically modified organisms, GMOs, have been a topic of debate and concern for a while. So, while the dangers associated with GMOs are not fully conclusive, of course. Several potential risks have been highlighted along the way. The first thing: environmental concerns. The alteration of genes in bioengineered organisms may have unintended impacts on the environment, including the potential for cross-pollination with natural species, leading to the disruption of the ecosystem. So if if you follow anything um, in the environment, this is a big, it's a big concern. For me it's not it's it is a big concern because I don't want our ecosystems to go to poop but um my bigger concern is what it's doing for our bodies right so the second concern is allergic reactions there are concerns that um certain modifications in these bioengineered ingredients could trigger allergic reactions in susceptible individuals this is particularly relevant if genes from Allergenic sources are introduced into common food crops. so that's a big concern too, which could already be happening. Um, the third thing, the third concern, obviously health effects. So some studies suggest that GMOs may have negative health effects, including potential long-term effects on organ function. listen carefully, organ function, immunity, and even the development of antibiotic resistance because of these GMOs being used and we're eating them. And most of us don't even know it. And it's being done on a regular basis. And a lot of the foods that I listed are foods that we give our kids. So it's really important to hone in on it and just be educated. And the fourth thing is ethical and social concerns. So some critics argue that GMOs can lead to monopolization of seed sources by large corporations, potentially, Diminishing biodiversity and creating dependency on specific patented seeds. So that's a big, that's a really, really, really big concern. You never, ever want a monopoly in the food industry, ever. So it is important to note that regulatory bodies in many countries, such as the FDA, which you already know my feelings on, in the U.S., they do assess the safety of bioengineered ingredients before approving their use. I have to say that. Um, and I also have to say that um, everything I say in this podcast is my opinion. I'll, some of it is factual. You can go look it up wherever you'd like. Um, definitely the, the foods that I listed, that's all factual. You can go look at the back of those containers of food and you'll see that listed. Um, but this Podcast is my opinion. It's not meant to treat or diagnose or any of those kinds of things, any kind of illness. Um, And you should always talk to your doctor if you have any health concerns, obviously. So I have to put that little disclaimer out there. But then it begs the question, why are they used? So proponents argue that bioengineered ingredients offer several potential benefits, So the people that really love this kind of stuff and want this to happen, listen to why they are used and why the proponents think it's a good idea. Again, let me just caveat this with follow the money. Number one, increased crop yield. So genetic modifications can make crops more resistant to pests, disease, and extreme weather conditions. This can potentially increase yield and reduce the need for chemical pesticides benefiting both farmers and consumers. Okay, I might be able to get on board with not having to use like chemicals, like pesticides, because then what happens is you end up consuming those pesticides. But I still hesitate because you're still using bad things to increase your crop yield and you're doing that so that you can make more money. At the end of the day, Um, so while I can I can get on board with that a little bit, the increased crop yields um, and not using the not using pesticides piece, it's still not good to genetically modify these things because it can cause harm to your bodies after you're consuming it. Um, They are claiming enhanced nutritional content, so. GMO technology can be used to enhance the nutrition profile of crops. For example, biofortification can increase the content of essential nutrients, potentially addressing widespread nutrient deficiencies in certain regions. I mean, if it was not that big of a deal, why do you have to disclaim it on the back of the label? And anything modified or made in a lab is not going to be good for your health in the long term, okay? Extended shelf life is another argument. Genetic modifications can help improve the quality and shelf life of products, reducing food waste, and improve food security. So that, you know, at the end of the day, our diets should be predominantly fruits, vegetables, and meats like proteins and good carbs, and those don't have a good shelf life, but that's what's going to feed our bodies the best. And if you're putting chemicals in the food to make it last longer, again, that's a problem. And they have another argument that medicinal applications. So these GMO things have medicinal applications. So bioengineered organisms can be utilized to produce medicines and other medical products offering potential advancements in healthcare. I'm sure that's a big reason why they use GMOs. I don't doubt that at all. Does it make it good for you? That's the question that we all have to ask ourselves because again, we are living in a free country. You can make decisions for yourself. And It's just important to acknowledge that while there are potential benefits, the debate around bioengineered ingredients remains complex. It involves ethical, economic, health, scientific, and environmental considerations. It's a big topic, and I've thrown a lot of information at you, but even if you take one thing away from today's episode... I hope it is that you are just going to be more cognizant of what you are eating, what you are purchasing at the grocery store, and making you more aware of looking at the label and scanning the little QR code and just be more aware. That's it. That's all I want for you. Well, aside from you living a happier and healthier life, a healthier life, therefore you're happier and you feel better. Um, I promise you that when you eat healthier, you will feel better. When you move your body, you will feel better. When you get rid of these foods that have these things in them, you will potentially, my disclaimer, feel better. When you are doing all those things in congruency, you will feel better. So again, lots of information, but I hope it helped. So thank you for joining the conversation today. Don't forget to share this episode with friends leave that five-star review because it helps the algorithm fairies uh, boost my podcast so that more people hear the message. And I so appreciate that until next week, connect with others with a simple smile, a hug, or a high five, and remember to be well, be kind and find the happy in the everyday.